Hey, cool girls. Welcome back. This week, we're going to be talking about one of the, one of our love hate relationships, which is social media. We talk about a lot, honestly, like I just want to ask too, has your relationship changed with it at all? Like since we recorded, like, do you feel like you've been better about it? I think I have. I think I'm a little more conscious of it because something I've noticed about like since we started recording this podcast is when I'll listen to us talk, I will like when we're doing edits or whatever, sometimes I'll hear myself saying shit and I'm like, Jordan, like, you need to practice. What yeah, you yeah, yeah. Like you're saying it. So like do it. Um, this is one of those episodes that like you listen to and you're like, wow, get your shit together. Yeah, no, I feel the same way. I think I've been more conscious about scrolling. Like I said, like I know everyone just kind of scrolls on Instagram, but I think I've been a little better about minimizing that and just, I don't know, try not to pick up my phone as often. Like it's also summer and I want to go do things. So I'm not yeah, just try, sitting on my phone. Yeah, and I think I'm also more conscious of like, if I'm with people, whether it's Caleb, like you, friends, whoever, like, I don't need to be on my phone. Yeah. Like, Put it down. It up. Yeah. Put it down. <laughs> I feel you. Yeah. So I'm excited to get into this episode. Hopefully you guys feel the same way or have any other opinions, let us know because we'd love to hear about it. We'll probably end up doing another episode on social media eventually because there's so much to talk about. But want to get into our recs for the week? Yeah, I can go first. My rec for this week is an Instagram account that I love that keeps me on Instagram and it's Janie Korn, her Instagram. So she's an artist um, that I found and she actually makes like candles. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, that's the one you were talking about in that episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just think she's so talented. It's such a random like cool account to follow because she'll just make like whether it's like products like a face roller or like she made a candle that looks like her father and oh my like gosh did like this picture of her candle that she made and then a picture of her father and it's just like hilarious i just love it i think instagram accounts for like artists specifically there's so many especially like in the new york area i feel like there's just so many accounts to follow that you can just scroll and either laugh or be like wow that's really cool shit that i want to be looking at yeah, I I think there's an account for everything, mm-hmm. honestly. You just have to look for it. Okay, my rec for the week is a person, but she also has a podcast and an Instagram account. But I found her through, I think Girlboss had posted a reel, and it was like a repost of one of her TikToks. And it was actually talking about something we talked about in this episode, which was comparison. And comparison is one of the reasons I hate social media, because it's just so easy to compare yourself to other people and like where they're at in their life, in their career, anything. Like it's just really easy to do. So her reel was kind of talking about comparison and how if you struggle with comparison, kind of think about it as you're driving a car. And like if you're driving and you're looking like at what the car next to you is doing and like keep looking side to side, you're going to crash or like something's bad is going to happen. So like focus on your path and what you're doing and kind of block everything else out. So I thought it was really interesting. So I then clicked on her profile and I found out she actually has a podcast. It is called Confident and Killing It. And I was kind of just scrolling through the episodes and all of the topics are just so relevant to my life. Like I definitely need to go through and binge it. So definitely check her out. Her name is Tiwa Ogan Lacey and she 
is just amazing. She's all about confidence, all about focusing on your own journey. But yeah, I liked the reel. I'm excited to listen to her podcast. Go check her out. All right, guys. Well, we will get into today's episode on social media. Welcome back to Cool Girls Only. I'm Jordan. I'm Maddie. And today we are going to open up a can of worms by talking We're about by talking about social media. Just everything. Yeah. Just everything about it. Where do you want to start? Where do you think we should start oh, this God. journey? <laughs> um, let's start with like what we think about social media and like how it impacts us because <laughs> It's a lot. That's kind of a lot. That's yeah, like a that's big question. Loaded, okay, yeah. so let's say, first of all, like, what do we think about social media in general? I think that in general, my overarching opinion is that social media can do harm. And I believe that social media can also benefit our society in a lot of ways. I think it really depends on the user behind the tool. And I don't even know if we can even consider social media a tool at this point because I think it's so much more than that. I don't think it's something that we use. I think in a lot of ways, it's clearly taken control over people in a lot of ways. (laughs) Yes. So I think there are ways social media can benefit society and I think there are ways that it can harm society. Clearly both are very visible that anyone can see. What do you think about social media? Do you think it does more harm than good? Do you think it's kind of 50-50? I feel like it does more harm than good, to be completely honest. God, I don't even know. Because like you said, there are positive things about social media. Like, we are more informed. We, you know, are able to see a lot of information, which can definitely be negative as well. I just think it's so, it can be so rough on your mental health. And I think, I mean, this is a whole other topic we can get into later, but just like we've known a time before Instagram was like serious, like Instagram used to be stupid and like you just posted really dumb photos and it was fun, but now it's kind of taken this turn and people like my sister who's in high school, like she's growing up and there's nothing like they don't know anything before this. And it's so like, it just makes me sad because I feel like that's so hard, but to go back to the main question of like what I think about it, I just think we need to know our limits. And I think it's the person using it needs to like know what is good for them with social media and what is bad for them. Because if you don't know that, or like you, if you don't set limits, it can totally affect your mental health. And like you said, I think when when Instagram first started... It was so fun. And like it was, we were what? I'm trying to think. How old were you when you got an Instagram account? Uh, I think I was a sophomore in high school. I actually believe I was also a sophomore in high school. So what? how old were we then? 15? 16? 15, 16. Yeah, 15 or 16. Yeah. That's And I firmly believe I would have had a significantly harder time with my adolescence, mm-hmm. if I had had Instagram younger than oh that. Oh my God. I yes. would go to my grave stating that I, and I'm, I don't know if you know this about me, but I was a very chubby child. Like I was no. very chubby and like I didn't do well in sports and I struggled a lot in like middle school. 
So to think that I could have had an Instagram account when I was so already self-conscious about myself, I cannot imagine the pressure Mm-mm. put on a child that age. No, <laughs> like, it's Middle so school sucks enough. I can't imagine seeing fucking Bella Hadid on my Instagram yeah. feed and I'm or 13. Or like literal middle schoolers that look like they're 20. Like, right. do you see these kids? Yeah, like, we were wearing tie-dye like shirts and boys basketball shorts <laughs> when I was 13. I don't know what the hell these 13-year-olds are wearing. I have no idea. I feel like it impacts me negatively. I mean, I, there's definitely positive things, like I said, like connection, I'm trying to think of another positive thing. (laughs) But I'll just get into the negative things because I truly feel... They need to be stated. Like, they need to be stated. I I mean, one thing for me is that I find myself, when I'm on Instagram, constantly comparing myself to others. And I... It's really hard not to. And, like, sometimes you just kind of need to snap out of it and, like, realize, of course, this is... Instagram and we've always said like okay it's a highlight reel no one's posting their bad days but I do find myself doing that and like I really just hate it I really hate it I just need to constantly remind myself that it's not real life and I mean of course then there's the body issue too like the body image issue like there's definitely days where you will feel insecure and it just kind of sucks but I just need to stop comparing myself to others is like really truly what I need to do. But it's really hard when it's all just out there. Like I feel like TikTok is really bad. I mean, we can get into this too because I think this is so problematic. On TikTok, like some of the most um, followed people on TikTok now are like plastic surgeons. Like they'll do like before and afters or they will break down like celebrity plastic plastic surgery and like what they've done to their face like if you want to look like Bella Hadid this is what she's done and I'm like that is so fucked up because you know like who's on this app like these are like kids yeah and I think there are people out there who are very um into the I I don't even know what to call the movement anymore body positivity-esque like if you want to have plastic surgery you go girl do it if you want to do that you know what I mean don't shame women Mm -hmm. for showing off their bodies all this stuff yes that is important and I'm fully behind this movement and support it but it is so important also to understand that you have to have the self-awareness and knowledge to have that transition within yourself to be okay yeah. with with accepting other people's bodies and the way they present themselves. Yes. And I think it's important to acknowledge this because I didn't have that fucking self-awareness as a Mm-mm. 14-year-old. No. I did not have the ability to say, I don't look like her, but that's okay because I love myself. Who so, does? Who does at 14? That And that's what I'm saying. You're is so young. To think that there are children on these apps that will you know, undoubtedly compare their, themselves to others. Mm-hmm. That's what I think is really hard. When you're like 15, you're just not mature enough. And like, you don't know, like, I, I just didn't have the confidence. You're young and you're in high school and high school is hard and you're around all these judgmental people. And like, it's just a tough place to be. And then when you layer social media on top of that now, I feel like it's much harder But I completely agree. Like, if you're going to get your lips done, your nose done, like, whatever, go for it. Do it, like, for you, though. I, again, 
think like there's definitely a maturity thing when you're younger. Like you just don't have that confidence and you don't have that self-awareness. But even still to this day, like I feel like I am so much more self-aware, but I can still find myself comparing myself to others. And like, it's just something that it's really hard to break. Like if you're constantly bombarded with social media and like, yes, I could just kind of not go on social media, but that's also very hard. So I think it, that's the most difficult thing for me, I would say on social media, like self-image kind of stuff. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. I think so too. And I think like the solutions that we know work are like purging, going through your followers and who you follow and making sure that you've curated yourself who you want to see on your Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I think I've done this before um, several on several occasions. I've gone through my Instagram and I've thought to myself, "Is there are there things that I'm seeing that make me feel shitty about myself? Yes, if that's so the case, important. I'm not going to put that in my feed anymore because... I shouldn't like I if I acknowledge that when I see this person's posts, I tend to not feel good about myself because of whatever reason. Acknowledge that that's okay, and unfollow that fucking person. Unfollow. Yeah, unfollowing is just it's it's amazing. Yeah, it's important to go through and do a a purge. I think one other thing I will say too, I feel like social media is like forming our opinions for us. I mean, I definitely get a lot of news from social media, which, of course, it's easy to go on social media and already have your opinion formed for you. Like, I don't know, things going on in the world, politics, depending on who you follow, it can be easy for you to just be like, yep, I agree with that. Rather than like actually doing research and like seeing what's going on and forming an opinion for yourself, I feel like you can just log on to social media and your opinion's already formed which is so problematic. Like we can't think for ourselves. It's beyond problematic. And to think that like you've taken it a step further by acknowledging that when you log on to social, you know there's a specific type of feed that you've curated for yourself that that pops up and in a way it validates your own opinions you have, uh, your own worldview. And it's constantly being reiterated to you throughout that form that you're accepting and acknowledging because Yes, you have chosen your followers and you can see what their opinions are. And it often is just self-validation. So like the fact that you're acknowledging that is so much farther than a lot Mm -hmm. of people. Yeah. (laughs) And so like you've already gone a step by saying I have a guard up and I'm acknowledging that my feed is helping to form or shape like the opinions I have on society or politics or whatever the hell you want to talk about. So to, to to think that there are so many, likely the majority of people who don't have that guard up and think to themselves, this is shaping my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. Yeah. It's it's absolutely wild how much it affects us um, so, like subconsciously. You can't take everything as true on the internet. And I feel like a lot of people do. I definitely did. I would like believe everything I read, but... I am very cautious now when I'm reading things and like I'm not I'm just trying not to believe everything I read because I think that's where it gets dangerous. Like if we don't know what is true and what is not true, that's just the end. It's the end. (laughs) It's the end. Social media is taking over. It's forming our opinions. It's I don't even know. Yeah, like sometimes you'll log on and you'll see 
someone state their opinion on something and and to think that a lot of us can just take that as truth especially if it's someone like you respect and you you know them and they're well known and you see something that they post and you don't assume that that's not true you just take it as fact a lot of the times and i think that that's like natural mm-hmm. i think that's what most of us do yeah but it, it also like grossly simplifies a lot of complex issues and we kind of just digest it because it's in this easily to digest format of yeah an like Instagram oh post. i don't need any additional information exactly like, this is okay it. that's it yep yeah what would you like if you could tell your high school self anything what would you tell them to stop caring what other people think honestly and i feel like that's another piece of social media i spent a lot of time in high school really caring about what other people thought and that was without social media like I think you know normal i think it's normal yeah that is like a absolute normal thing like high school you just go through worrying yeah. what everyone else thinks yes. you're you're in your own bubble everything is everything's your life. about yes, you yes, yes, you yes. think yes. everyone is <laughs> thinking about you you think every everyone is just concerned with what you're doing and like no one cares no one gives a shit you do no you. one is thinking about you let's just put that out there um yeah i would say that's something i would always try and go back to tell myself because it's so true like just stop caring yeah I think if I could tell my high school self anything you know and this was obviously you and I didn't really get into social media until later on in high school but even then I would say it gets better and I had a stupidly nice high school experience I did I was so lucky I don't know I I think like middle school was so tough and I was so chubby (laughs) I want I need to post a chubby Jordan picture for everyone to see Yes. Um, I was just living it up, but clearly. (laughs) (laughs) But I do think it's so important to know that it gets better, you know, and high school is not, it's not, it's not the peak. It's not. And it's high school. Yes. It's, It's so important to acknowledge that because it's such a shitty time for so many people. And then you leave and you realize like, how much control you have over your own life and it can feel so liberating and good to just choose whatever you want to do and i think you're so isolated in high school and maybe social media has like aided i'm sure it has and really helping people get out of their shell and realize you know you're not weird for liking this niche thing there are a ton of people who like it and they're in a community just like you know you can be a part of so in that way i think it benefits but like you said specifically for young women I, I'm not even going to call them women because we're not. We're girls. Yeah. You're a child. Yes. You're literally a fucking child. And the fact that you already are usually very self-conscious, yep. you know, insecure. and insecure to pile social media on top of that. I God, just. I can't even imagine like for myself because I was already so insecure and I... I don't know why like you just think back and it's like you just put so much I put so much pressure on myself yeah. like I don't know I've always had like body image issues and I think that's totally normal for women because of society in general right uh so in high school that was bad for me just compounded on top of that yeah but like I didn't really have that social media on top of it like we when right. we got it it was like a joke when you know? we yes, when we were first on Instagram, you posted a picture of your lunch, <laughs> your lunch, <laughs> like like stupid things you would yeah. never post today. But Just it was fine. Like and if you got eleven filter. likes, yeah. <laughs> if you got eleven likes, that was good. You were like, okay, my best friends are looking at my photos. Yes. like thank you for liking. Yep. But 
Yeah. And I mean, obviously, I think that's something a lot of people struggle with just because high school is like a rough time. Yeah. And you just want to, you just put a lot of pressure on yourself. That's what I did. But social media now is just insane. Like it is looking back. I mean, what, how many years ago was that? Was I a sophomore? I like, I literally don't even know. Like nine years or something. That can't be. Wait, yeah. I think, yeah, I think it, was. it was 2012 for you, and I, it was 2013 That's for so me. So long ago. Sophomores. But I mean, yeah, just in that time period, how much it's changed is crazy because now it's like people are making their careers off of Instagram, and like there's Instagram models, and just they're kind of, they've kind of created what Instagram is today. Yeah. And I think it's sad. I mean, it's really sad. Yeah. It's it, like, I know we could both talk about the social dilemma documentary for an hour. Oh <laughs> my <laughs> God. If you guys haven't watched, Watch. it's crazy. Yeah. But the thing is, I feel like it's something we all know. Like, it's not like crazy information that we didn't know. It's like, I feel like it's something we probably have thought about and we still go on. <laughs> like, we do. You recently watched it, right? Yeah, I think it definitely paints a negative picture of social media. So it, if you like are really against that, it's going to be hard to watch. And I think um, Caleb, who works at a bank, he had some criticisms of it because he felt like it was very anti-making money. But I disagree completely. I think like you can be okay with people making money and know that what is happening right now in tech is wrong because they're making money off of us yes and i think like i could go on about this forever i have a lot of problems with children using social media i think it's a yes it is a fucking social dilemma um i think it's completely unethical that our society has even like thought this was okay but the fact that like social media in general runs off of like our attention is the kind of like the key point of the of the documentary Mm -hmm. it is it's acknowledging that we are all users of this technology and the way that these companies make money is by grasping our attention yes that's why you see all these instagram ads and like notifications trying to like get you back like it's not even it could be like I don't know, a random notification, not that someone interacted with you, but just something to pop up for you to get on the app. Because the longer you're on Instagram, the more they're making money. That is literally the goal of these companies is to keep you on it as long as possible. Like they're curating your feed. So you're seeing things that you want to see and like you're not getting bored and you know, you're staying on and you're You're making the money. Yeah. And I think like you said, it's not necessarily shocking. Like no. And it's not to say that like you're painting this picture that social media is the devil, you know, reincarnated. That's not the case, but it is the case that you should acknowledge that your attention is being sold. Mm-hmm. Like that is what is happening when you use a free app like that. Yeah. It's how they make money. So to think, you know, that whatever Google is just a search bar. Obviously, it's not. Like, Mm -hmm. they have to make money somehow to keep running. And if it's free, the money is being made off of your attention. So acknowledging that is, like, step one. Yeah. I feel... I also thought it was interesting that they had a bunch of, like, ex-Instagram, ex-Facebook employees just talking about the ways that they came up with stuff. Like, 
their main goal from the beginning was to make money off of us. Like they were like trying to figure out how to keep us on as long as possible. And so that's why all of these new features are getting added and like just new things to like keep you on as long as possible. Yeah. That is my favorite part of the documentary because like as someone who works in tech and I think like anyone who works in tech can see there are these issues that exist where we are calling human beings users these problems exist and there's a reason why there's like a director of monetization there's a reason why there are people hired at these companies specifically like their purpose is to figure out how to make money off of this free app or whatever the hell you're using so like you said i think it's hearing their opinions i loved because it wasn't coming from some nut job you know just bitching about social media and how it's addictive Mm -hmm. These are the people that, like, helped these, build yeah, it. these are the people who wrote the code for the fucking like button to yeah. make it addictive. Yeah. Like, That's so true. He did create the like button, the one guy, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. I mean, wild. there were the people who created the like button, the Gmail inbox. What colors do we pick so that they're more addictive and pleasing to the yeah. eye to keep you scrolling for longer? And there are all these, like scientifically backed ways to stimulate your brain and to keep you coming back like positive reinforcement that stuff exists within social media to keep you on it yeah speaking of likes you know how instagram was saying that they were going to remove likes from photos i think it's still in beta testing so some really? people yeah so what some, do you think about that do you think i think get rid of them yeah i fully vote for that i think it will make everyone's instagram feed more authentic absolutely um, yeah, I agree. I like I don't know what the test needs to be. Like I want I mean, I wonder what they're testing, like to see if people I'm post sure, more. Yeah, or? if people post less, if they don't get likes, do users leave the app if they can't see likes anymore? Do you still interact as much? Hmm. You know, like interesting. Do you consciously look at Instagram like posts that have more likes than others? If you do, hmm. maybe they want to keep likes on there so they can learn more yeah. about whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it's all just... It all needs to tie into keeping you on the app longer, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Essentially, they're probably testing, can we do this to make the app better, but still keep users on for just as long, if not longer? Yeah. Interesting. I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens. I thought, like, some of my friends, I remember them saying like oh my likes are gone but like mine never went away so Same. wasn't in the test yeah we weren't in the test we weren't those lab rats no nope. for a different test <laughs> yeah do you ever like look up from your phone and feel a little embarrassed yes about because that like, happens to me I all the doing? time yeah and like, i feel ashamed yes i'm like why was i just scrolling for so long or like actually it's funny because joe and i went to palm springs in february for like my birthday slash our anniversary and we decided before we left no social media and it was amazing it was seriously the best week because i also feel like vacations like when you for me at least when we would go on vacation i would want so many photos for instagram like come on joe you know my angles let's go let's take some photos and it just wasn't like that like more so we were taking photos just for our i don't know memories and like I, I think that's just so much more enjoyable. Like I just had such, it was honestly the best vacation I've ever had. And I think that was one of the biggest reasons. I literally was not on Instagram or any social media for the whole week. And you think it, it like crazy. affected your mood in a positive way. Yes. Of course we were both like present with each other because we weren't scrolling. And I feel like that's another thing too. Like 
either with friendships or with relationships, like you're with someone, but you're not really with them because you're both on your phones or, you know, distracted. So it just felt so nice to like not have a distraction. And we made this pact in the beginning and we were like, we're not going to go on social media. We're not going to be taking photos specifically to post on Instagram. Like that's just not the vibe of this trip. And it was just so good. Like it was much needed. And I think I'm going to do that for every vacation I go on now because I just don't want that to be what's in the my trip is revolving around. Like it doesn't, that doesn't need to be the main focus. Like, I don't know. You just need to enjoy your time and be present. I think one thing we should talk about though, is like positive ways to use social media. Are there like accounts we love or like setting boundaries or like just how can it be a positive force in our lives as we're going through our 20s like how can we use it the first thing that comes to mind for me is I love discovering new artists on Instagram specifically like I've always been into paintings and museums you're a museum I'm a big museum person and so I actually found this Instagram account recently of this woman who makes really cool candle wax art and like she creates candles that look like people and it's so goofy and cool so i think there are ways to enjoy instagram and social media and to curate it to what makes you happy and like oh in a way like discovering things in a new city or like discovering people that you vibe with i think it's definitely possible you just have to be conscious about it like be be aware of who you're following and how that might trigger you or in a good way or in a bad way, you know? Yeah, I agree. Being conscious is like the number one thing, just like knowing that you need to have boundaries. And I think, I mean, I talked about it in our productivity episode about like setting timers and I'm so bad at sticking to them, but like, I'm trying to be better. I'm trying to like, as soon as my timer hits, like I'm done, I need to get off the app. So I think setting timers is helpful because it also like, even if you don't get off the app, you kind of feel like shitty after you do that. So then I feel like I get off quicker than I would. So I think that is very helpful. Um, And then just ways to have a positive experience on social media. I agree. Curating your feed. You need to unfollow like people that just don't add value to your life. There's so many graphic designers on Instagram that just have really, really cute graphics with positive messages. There are so many amazing people on Instagram and it's like worth finding them because there's obviously the people that you can just follow because they have millions of followers, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're adding any value to to your life. So I've definitely done that. I've gone through, I've unfollowed and it's, I mean, it's necessary to be honest. Feels good. Feels great. Yeah, if you're, it's like everyone's kind of like obsessed with time right now in technology. Like how much time does your kid spend on the tablet? How much time are you spending on your laptop? Like one thing that like we know is that it's not always about time. It's about content. Yes. What are you doing on that technology? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like if your kid's on a tablet all day, but they're reading a book, that's different than them sitting on YouTube. Like, and the same thing goes with us. Like, Mm -hmm. you know. If we are on Instagram for two hours, but we're looking through an artist we love, we are looking through their feed and we're getting inspiration for something we want to create or, you know, I think it's a very different experience. Yes. And I think you can create it for yourself, like a very, very different social experience versus just one that makes you kind of feel shitty. Yep. And I think you can tell you feel better after that. I really do think so. I think like Mm -hmm. 
the first time I did a purge on social media, I want to say was my senior year of college. I found myself like very, like really had a hard time my senior year. I just wasn't ready to move on. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, and I was struggling a lot. And so I would go on social media and like look at all these like models I was following. And I just kind of just felt shit. Yeah. I was like not in a good place. And it wasn't doing anything to benefit me. Yeah. Like why do we follow these models? I, like why? I don't know. And I yeah. think it's just like a part of human nature to like look at something that you want to be in some ways but I think like we talked about earlier it takes a lot of self-awareness and it takes a lot of like acknowledgement um to be really like happy with your how you look it does with your image like yep it's a constant it's it's constant work yeah honestly and I think following for me I followed a lot of people like in the body positivity movement and I try to follow accounts that, you know, I normally might not follow or try to find artists that were new or like I follow a lot of like small business like shop accounts from New York City just to add something to my life of value mm-hmm. other than like just a ton of famous people yes. or Instagram, whatever models, whatever you want to yeah. call them these days. Like a I curated feed, <sighs> but positive. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I agree. I kind of do have done the same thing and it's made me feel a little better. Um, I will say I'll do a shameless plug. You guys should follow cool girl news because I think we really try to curate things that are positive. Like I really like shouting out female artists and just trying to like make the feed a little more positive for the day, whether that be like a graphic with a like positive quote or a pretty picture of New York City with like a thoughtful caption or things like that. I I think I look at it as trying to add value rather than just filling your feed with nonsense, which I think a lot of accounts do. So I think being conscious of accounts that do that and like engaging with them and following them, those are the accounts. And there's so many. There's just so many good accounts on Instagram yeah. that you can fill your feed with versus the ones that just make you feel kind of blah. Mm -hmm. okay so after recording these episodes has your opinion of social changed at all or do you feel the same that you did when we started Ooh, I don't really know I I feel like honestly I kind of feel the same I don't know if that's negative but I know just personally I really struggle with my boundaries so I'm hoping I can get better I don't know what about you I think I feel a little better about it I um I have a pretty negative outlook on social media and how it like affects all of us and like the people I love and myself. And I think talking about it with you and like recording this podcast, I realized like if you and I are shooting our shot, having this conversation, and if even one person listens to it and like questions for a minute, how social media affects them, I think that that's positive. Yeah. And I think like there's a lot more awareness going on today around how this tech affects us and how it works and I think it's only going to benefit us to have these conversations and even if it is like messy and you and I just kind of like spitballing back and (laughs) forth if even like one person thinks to themselves like maybe I should put a timer on my Instagram this week like that's positive maybe I should do some more research rather than getting (laughs) my news from this one source yeah yeah And that is a wrap on our social media episode. Thank you guys so much for listening to us get vulnerable about our relationship with social media. 
We also would really love to hear from you. Let us know what topics you want to hear for upcoming podcast episodes through email or DM. Let us know. All of our information is linked in the show notes. Thanks again for listening. We will be back next week with another episode. 